building a company from nothing is freaking hard. Us entrepreneurs are expected to deal with unimaginable challenges and somehow keep a cool head through it all. This is The Art of Entrepreneurship, and I'm your host, Jackie Hermes. I grew my company, Excelity, from zero to seven figures with no partners and no funding. The Art of Entrepreneurship is a show where we cut through the BS and dig into what it actually takes to start and grow a company. If you give me your time, I promise it won't be wasted. Now let's get to work. Hello and welcome back. Today's topic was submitted by a listener and I think there is a lot of nuance around it and I'm really excited to get into it. So I'm going to tell you what she said. I often see posts on social media for suggestions about how people, women especially, can change their language to avoid saying I'm sorry so often. It's a habit we fall into, especially in the Midwest. So instead of saying I'm sorry I missed that, you would say thank you for catching that. I love the empowerment in this subtle language change, but does this encourage us to not say sorry when we should be taking accountability? When do we really need to apologize? I would love your thoughts. Mm, This is a topic I have thought about so much, especially as a female professional, but I think a lot of people suffer from this. Professionals and in my family, we've been talking for years, years and years about how to apologize less, and it's definitely a good lesson for everyone to learn. So before I get into the strategies, I'm going to tell you just a little personal story about this topic from one of my, my babies, who's not really a baby anymore. When I met her through the foster system, she apologized for everything, every single little thing. It was like 10 plus times a day she was sorry for something. And it's sad because I'm sure this is a habit that she learned. Who knows how? I don't even want to imagine the reasons and the terrible things that she was experiencing that made her just apologize up and down for everything she did. But I started telling her often, you don't have to apologize. You don't have to apologize for that try to apologize when you really mean it. And it definitely sunk in because I hear her saying things like this to her friends, that they don't need to apologize for certain things. And honestly, it's cool to know that she actually hears me and listens to me. It's so weird when your kids repeat something that you've said to them 40 times and they never actually acknowledge that you were speaking. And it's like, ha, 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 I do have an impact. Anyway, that's kind of off topic, but Probably because she's a teenager, we've now gone the other way. I like to think I taught her too well, and now she doesn't really apologize for anything, even when she should be apologizing. For example, my birthday was a few weeks ago, and this kid forgot about my birthday dinner and missed most of it. That's probably a time that you should apologize. And I'm sure it certainly does not help that when she finally did come home, I was like, oh, look who bothered to show up. Uh, I could have handled it differently for sure, but it's all good now. But anyway, that's what I was thinking about when I saw that this question was submitted. It's almost like some people have been taught too well how to not apologize. Sometimes apologies are definitely needed and when used sparingly and purposefully and when you actually mean it, I think it can be a really meaningful relationship builder. 
let's get into the how-to, all the details around apologizing. So by now, I'm sure you have seen the advice on apology replacements that the person who submitted this topic was talking about. And particularly, the advice is often around replacing I'm sorry with thank you. However, I'm going to recap it for you just so it's fresh in your mind as we talk about the, the rest of this topic. My company, Excelity, is professional services, and there are lots of moving pieces, and there's lots of room for error. There are always a lot of people involved. Uh, it's a creative profession, so people have different opinions on different creative, and you know what? Sometimes errors happen, and that is life. Here are some things that you might say instead of saying sorry. When a client points out an error, instead of saying sorry, we can say thank you for catching that. That's essentially what the person who submitted said. When it takes a little bit too long to respond to an email, instead of saying, oh my God, I'm so sorry that took so long, you can say, thanks for your patience. Instead of saying something like, I'm sorry to bother you, it can become, thank you for your time, or I know your time is valuable, thank you. There are situations in which you might get an invitation and you don't need to say, I'm sorry, I can't make it. You can just say, thank you for the invitation, I won't be able to make it, and so on. But all of that said, there are times when you need to say you're sorry. And there's a filter, I guess, as I was thinking through this, I have a filter that I use and it's three questions really that I ask myself to understand when I need to say sorry. And it's not like I like carry these around in a note on my phone and I'm checking myself all the time. They become natural or second nature when you, when you learn the habit. So here are the three questions. The first one is, did I knowingly not do my best in that situation? Or worse, did I purposely do something that I'm less than proud of? So some examples might be if I was rushed doing something at work and I did it halfway and I was like, oh, well, it's done and submitted it. I've done, I think everyone's done that. Another example might be if I was feeling slighted by my partner and said something purposely to hurt their feelings. I've also done that. And I think many people have because we are human. These are both situations in which you definitely need to apologize, and it's important to apologize without blaming other people and without making excuses. So you might say something like, to the first example, you might say something like, this is not representative of my typical quality of work. The context doesn't really matter, but I want you to know that I'm sorry and I'm dedicated to doing the highest quality of work possible moving forward. I think when you submit something subpar, especially if it is the first thing you're submitting to a new boss or a new coworker or whatever, you don't want them to think that your quality of work sucks. So apologizing and acknowledging a situation in which you're going to do better and that you're not proud of your output or the way that you behaved either, I think is important. The second kind of filter is, did I do something that could be perceived as having a lack of respect for the other person in the situation? Examples might be if you look at your calendar incorrectly and you completely miss a meeting and that really forces someone to waste their time waiting for you. Another example might be if you were really curt in an email or a text message or worse, if you fire something off when you're upset or unhappy and you know that you could have done better. 
Another example is if I'm feeling stressed and I yell at my kids, even though they didn't do anything outside of their normal shenanigans, which they're full of shenanigans, but sometimes I am more annoyed about it than other times. Uh, These are also situations in which I think you should apologize and you should mean it. Uh, it, it doesn't really totally matter that your intention was not to disrespect them, but you can definitely tell when people are feeling disrespected. You might say something like, hey, I know we're moving past this, but I wanted to say I'm sorry for the way I spoke to you. You don't deserve to be treated like that, and I should not have responded when I wasn't at my best. I think that that is just a very kind and sincere thing to say. And I think that an apology can go a long way when you leave someone feeling slighted or disrespected. The last filter is if you're too harsh or if you overreact in a situation where you know that you could have done better. Again, I've done this plenty of times. Actually, here's an example. I was watching Modern Family last night with my kids, and it was the episode where Claire was locked in the bathroom and Haley, her teenager, was trying to take advantage of the situation to sneak out to a party. And Claire kept yelling through the door like, you're grounded for a week two weeks and doubling the number. It was so ridiculous. She ended at like 32 weeks of grounding. I've definitely done this. Like if you don't do this, you're grounded for a week. Well, that's a very clear overreaction, (laughs) a very clear overreaction. In addition, sometimes we say things that hurt people's feelings when we didn't intend to. Back to what I just said, your intentions really don't matter when we hurt the people that we love. You know, it could be, well, I didn't mean it like that. Well, that's how they took it. And you have to take responsibility for your effect on other people. So again, these are situations in which I think it's important to apologize. And you might say something like, I didn't intend to hurt your feelings, but I could tell by your face that you did not like what I said. I'm sorry. And I'll definitely be more careful with my words in the future. These statements really go a long way in building trust around you. And I've said, you know, there have been times in team meetings or in management meetings where I've said something and I could just tell by the look on someone's face that they took it in a way that I didn't intend. And it's really easy to just shove that stuff under the rug and, and let it go. And it's a lot harder and it takes a lot bigger person to message them or call them up after and be like, Hey, you know, I, I think I might've offended you and I'm sorry. I really, I truly did not mean it that way. And I'd love to hear your perception of what happened so that I can avoid it in the future. I think that just being real and being honest and, you know, being thoughtful about the way that you communicate can really can take you a long way. So to recap those filters, times in which I think we should apologize are, one, when you knowingly didn't do your best or you purposely did something that you're less than proud of. Two is if you did something that could be perceived as having a lack of respect for the other person in the situation. And three is when you are too harsh or when you overreact and you know that you could have done better. Are there other situations that you would add? Hey, I, you know, I might come up with more too. But if there are, DM me on LinkedIn or the gram or wherever we're connected because I want to hear from you on this topic. I think it's a really important and really nuanced topic. And just like every trend in the business world, we move really far one way and we move really far the other way. And usually the place that we should settle is right in the middle. If you got value out of this episode today, 
please send it to one person that you know that's maybe struggling with this or learning how to apologize less or maybe they could learn how to apologize more. Just kidding. Don't use this in a passive aggressive way. That's definitely not the intention of the podcast. But as a reminder, that is the main way that we are growing this podcast. So I really appreciate you sharing it and I'm looking forward to you tuning in next time where we are going to introduce a new podcast series that I will be running over the next few weeks. Ooh, foreshadowing. All right. I'll talk to you next time. Thank you. Thank you.